Welcome to Share Talk, the only podcast where investors come first. This afternoon, I'm joined by Paul Bonk, Managing Director at Angus Energy. Paul, welcome. Sick. Thank you for having us. For those who may not know what Angus Energy does, um, could you give us a bit of a rundown of the company? Well, Angus Energy is a UK onshore oil and gas production company. We focus on existing assets that have a lot of embedded value in, that, uh, in them that have been overlooked in the past for a variety of technical reasons. And we think we can deliver quite significant contribution to the UK. So the technical reasons are not that they were too small to be bothered about, it is actually that they were overlooked for they were difficult or they're not, they weren't imagined, it wasn't imagined that they would be su su such big assets, for instance. Completely correct. Um, the, the assets that we have in our portfolio have been drilled decades ago. The UK has a long history of UK onshore oil and gas development. We have a portfolio of production sites that have been uh, in operation or have been drilled in the 80s. What we're doing is we are producing oil from a layer that has been overlooked for technical reasons, primarily because it looked like a tight limestone that couldn't contain oil. So geological reasons, not economic reasons. Correct. And now what we've shown, because we were the company that originally drilled the horse hill well, we show, hey, it's not a porous reservoir. It's not like a sponge. What it is is a fractured reservoir. And with the technology that they had in the 80s, you were unable to identify it. And what we've done at Horsehill, and most importantly at Balkum, we've showed that those can be commercial quantities of hydrocarbons. So people have uh, underestimated the, the leap in technology and also the error in geology. They're still assuming they're in the 1960s or 70s. Or, uh, yeah, it was quite easy to have overlooked them in the 80s, but what we're using is new technology. So we're using conventional old-fashioned means, but having a better interpretation and then producing an unconventional basin conventionally. And the results that we have to date are, well, significant. Right, I mean, that gets us on to the announcement you made this week. Uh, run us through that. Last Monday, we announced uh, to the market the results of the well test of the Balkum 2 set well, the well that was drilled by partners in 2013, and we finally had the opportunity to, uh, to basically test last week. And the results of that have been extremely encouraging, and it's proving up our, our assessment. And we had one week, we did two big test runs. Uh, we produced the first run, we produced 850 barrels of natural flow, and the second run, nearly 1,600 barrels of hydrocarbons. Right, 1,600 barrels, I mean, that sounds like um, a world-scale number. Um, is it or is it not? I mean, is it, 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 it exceeded all our pre-drill estimates, of our pre-test estimates, correct. It is a fractured basin, so it is, it is difficult before you actually start flowing it to say, you know, at what rate will it flow? It's a, it's a fractured basin, but the flows that we uh, received were significant. And But you've got 1,600 there as the, like the peak number. What, correct. What is the guess of what would be sustainable? We only had seven days to do it in, so it is constrained. What we had, it, it, it actually, the flow exceeded 1,600 barrels because we had like slugging, which means that oil wants to push through, but it mm. cannot push through because it's being held back by the diameter of the pipe. Um, also, what we need is we need to have an efficient pumping mechanism to, you know, have continuous production in the future. So we're not, we're not giving any guidance of what those rates will be, but having these results is, is way more than we expected. So, Paul, uh, the market seemed to shrug off your update uh, this week. Uh, what's your explanation of that? I don't think the market fully understands our focus and, and, and what we're going after, and that's, that's Brockham. That's the only production license that we have in the wheel. Angus Energy is the only company with a production license actually in the wheel able to access the Kimmeridge. That's what we're planning to do. So Balkum 
it exceeded all our pretest estimates. But for a variety of logistical reasons, we wanted to do Balkan first before moving to Brockham, because quite a lot of the equipment will actually be used at Brockham, and it's a seven-day well test. Balkan exceeded all our pretest estimates, but it was always uh, a teaser. It, it, look at it in a movie analogy. Uh, it's 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 not the Star Wars. Star Wars is is our Brockham. Uh, Balkan was more like a prequel. That this that is how we're looking at it. So we're excited about it, but the focus is really on Brockham. And these results are not fully understood, I think, by the market. Oil and gas is a, is a complicated uh, business. So quite a lot of the information that we put in there appears to be interpreted not in the way that it's actually meant to. I think one of the reasons, one of the feedback that we received after the RNS was like, oh, there's water. And you didn't expect it. Well, uh, no, we put it in there because correctly that we didn't expect it because like at Horse Hill, which we drilled originally in 2014, and at Brockham, which we locked, we assumed that the water that was there was actually bound water. It means that it's part of the clay, it doesn't actually come out. And in this case, we were producing water, which is completely normal because any oil and gas well produces a mixture of oil, gas and water in you know different ratios. So having that water is not an issue from an operational point of view, it was just unexpected. The, the figures that you come up with um, are good figures. Um, they would sustain you know, most most uh, oil companies for a while. Uh, there's no there's no question about the validity of the figures or the validity of the assets. I mean, th these are all everything comes through third party validation and verification. You, it's not just Angus saying that you know 1,600 barrels came out. An oil and gas company is kind of like a like a like a like a manager. So we have all kinds of specialists and specialist companies helping us out to do the job. In this case, the main contributor to the well test is Halliburton, and and the flow rates that you get are from the well testing company. They're not our figures. They're actually we amalgamate uh, all the all the data, and 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 that's what we present. But the data gathering is actually done by the testing specialists. Cynics seem to be behaving as if you're the people who come up with the figures, and you're you know you're. you're making them look as flattering as possible. It doesn't work like that. No, it's, 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 it's a fact. If you have 100 barrels a day or 200 barrels a day or 1,000 barrels a day, that is a mathematical issue. It's not a geological issue. It's something which uh, is a, a fixed formula in terms of what will result in terms of profit and loss, or profit presumably, from that uh, type of asset. Yeah. Uh, interesting that you that you highlight indeed the economics and I think that is one thing that the market kind of you know doesn't understand because we come with these rates. So Paul just to explain the uh, Balcom deal uh, maybe the market was uh, also slightly uh, wary of that one. We saw the opportunity to join the partnership for the Balcom transaction because we really liked that license in the center of the world. We thought it was crucial for the long-term development to get more sites in, in, in the future. Um, and the price that we had to pay for it, we thought was very reasonable. And the well test results from last week show that we actually paid a really, really good price for that because the value of the asset is significantly higher than what we paid for it. Unfortunately, when we announced this to the market, all the shareholders was like, you're diluting me, you're diluting me. Well, we're doing value creation. We, we paid a price for it. We thought that the value would be higher, which we're proving up right now. Uh, so of course you get a little bit of dilution because you're expanding your portfolio. And that was misunderstood by the market, which we hope this is the step in explaining to them that for the long-term strategy, this was a good deal. Also, people are really worried about the funding. They're like, you know, you did a bargain deal, there's a, there's a lot of conversion going on, and it's going to dilute the share price. The dilution that we're having now is significantly smaller than the dilution if we've done a straight equity deal. But isn't it tr traditionally the case that that kind of financing only works if you buy something, a company buys something which is really, really good. 
exactly otherwise what we have done. Otherwise, you're shooting yourself in the foot, or you're you're biting off more than you can chew. Absolutely, and because we we fully believed in the assets, and the test results have actually exceeded our expectations, uh, we knew what we were getting into with eyes open. We'll be basically be switching on Brockham pretty shortly, which is is going to be the first proper long-term production test. But we'll, it's commercial because we're selling the oil commercially, um, and to give you know the investors an understanding of you know what we're looking at is that in the current oil price environment, it's about eighty-five dollars a barrel. Um, we estimate that after you know refinery cost, transportation cost, and opex, we should be able to make about $60 for each barrel that we sell. So if you take the 100 as, as, as the yardstick, 100 barrels a day, so each 100 barrels gives you $6,000 a day, $2.1 million a year, that's 1.6 million pounds. So each 100 barrels that you produce delivers you an income of 1.6 million pounds. Oil and gas companies historically have always been valued in the 15 to 25 P multiple range. So each 100 barrels should give you an implied market cap of 25 to 40 million pounds. And at the moment, we're valued at less than 30. So, the so there's a disconnect. So the market's assuming you're going to be a 100 barrel a day company. Less, which is crazy. What's the investment angle at Angus Energy at this stage in the wake of the latest results? We're after these Balkan well test results, which exceeded all pre-test estimates. We're now fully focused on switching on Brockham in this quarter. And Brockham will be a producer. It will be the first commercial production test in, uh, in, in the wheel basin, and that, without a doubt, will basically set aside a lot of concerns that investors might have. Given the $100, uh, uh, 100 barrels a day um, maths that you, you, you told us about, um, are, is Brockham in its own right going to be beating that? We assume so. We haven't given any guidance because we are dealing with a fractured reservoir, but for the interested parties about what it can deliver, we've had two very important you know, yardsticks. We have the Horsehill well test in 2016, we now have the Balkan well test, and our colleagues at Horsehill Developments Limited, they are now testing the Horsehill well. So I assume that in due course they will come out with, you know, production rates based on, you know, using the equipment that they have. What will be very interesting to note is that any results that they will have will be about a specific Kimmeridge limestone layer. I think they've perforated about 30 feet. Um, we at Brockham have a 400 meter thick Kimmeridge sections, 200 of meter, meters of which our log show is, is connected, is all fractured, is all basically one oil column that we're dealing with. We're going to perforate 200 meters of that and we'll produce from all of it at once. So we're really looking forward to that. Paul Wonk, Managing Director at Angus Energy, thank you very much indeed. Thank you so much, Zach. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening. Remember to visit our website for more news and other podcasts at www.share-talk.com.